0: in our tracks Bravely we've proven Our striving trying together Each day Where there's a will There's a way
1: Hello everyone And welcome to Raw Recovery Today is Raw Recovery With Double G Greg I met a Greg, a few weeks back through a mutual friend, um, uh, Donna, Donna Norton, who uh, who uh, hopefully later on you guys will be hearing from. She's supposed to be coming on with me. I'm trying to get her to do a radio show with me. So we will see what happens on that. I think, just, I think she would be a perfect fit to do that with me. So but today we have Greg today's Raw Recovery um, Tuesday edition. And we have Double G Greg in the house. Welcome to the show, man. What up? What up?
0: Thanks for having me, man.
1: How are you doing? You looking good, dude. Thanks, man. I feel good. Doing good. Yeah. So, so Greg and I just we, you know, we've been talking back and forth a little bit. We kind of been getting to know each other. So, um, but I don't know too much. So we're gonna go ahead and get raw recovery with Greg started off today. So why don't you go ahead and get started? Where did you grow yeah. up at, man?
0: Well, uh, first of all, I just I need to throw in there. how How is Donna going to uh, get me hooked up with you? And she hasn't even done this thing. So that's, that's typical Donna shit right there. Yeah, well, anyway, we will
1: guilt her onto the show. <laughs> yeah,
0: yes, that's right. Donna, get on here and do this thing. You got a great story. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, thanks for having me uh, again, yeah. Dion. And Emma, uh, I'm from Littleton. I grew up in Littleton, ah. uh, <clears throat> Littleton, Colorado, over... Uh, Everybody remembers the Columbine crap, so that's that's a yeah. frame of reference for where I was at. Uh, grew okay. up at. and okay. I actually graduated high school right around that time. <clears throat> but uh,
1: where did you graduate and, uh, from, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah,
0: I graduated from Chatfield, so Chatfield, I, we were I, by I, I was a that.
1: heritage boy.
0: So. Oh, were you? Yes, right yeah. in the hood there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: yep. So I'm uh, I'm a little bit older though. So
0: yeah. Well, people <laughs> tend to think you know that those schools are you know uh, higher. Uh, i don't know somewhat protected from drugs and alcohol or, oh, or stuff like that and boy oh boy oh no they're <laughs> not
1: no the um uh, the truth is is if we get the same we get the same stuff at those schools it's just the the price mark is higher they charge us more because we we got more money so don't right. be fooled yeah, guys. We, yeah. <laughs> we pay a premium <laughs>
0: yeah so yeah man um well you know i'll start off i guess uh what what we were like, what happened, and what we're like now, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's how cool. that's what we're supposed to do.
0: Um, yeah. So I uh, grew up in a middle middle income family home. You know, middle to high income, <clears throat> and uh, uh, my mom was an executive. She did pretty well, and then my father owned his own painting business. He did pretty well also. And so, uh, you know, I I didn't want for much. You know, my mom spoiled okay. the crap out of me growing up. You know, sure. we
2: were,
0: You know, anything I wanted if I pestered her enough, she'd give it to me. Okay. And, uh, you know, and that was, that was the case right on up to, uh, through my addiction as well. And, and so, um, uh, my, uh, career with drug, with alcohol first started alcohol with, uh, when I was about 12 okay, and, uh, I'd steal my dad's booze, bring it over to friend's houses, mm-hmm. And we, you know, we drink once in a while and that's kind of started my deal. Um, uh, and then, you know, it progressed into, uh, stealing my dad's weed he grew his own weed so okay. i'd steal it from him my neighbors would be like hey go get some of your dad's weed you know and so i'd bring it over and, and we'd get stoned and you know and so it was kind of here and there for for a couple uh, years okay um then i got into uh oh, i suppose it was eighth grade i started smoking more on a daily basis i got around some okay. people that were doing it a lot and so we we'd go out on lunch and, and smoke on the field at deer creek middle okay. school and Yeah. And, um, and it just progressed from there. You know, I got into high school, I was playing sports then in in eighth grade, I started playing football. I was, I wrestled, uh, and then, and I I rode rodeo. So I was was doing all kinds of stuff, man. (laughs) And I, I, I continued that into high school and then I started playing rugby as well. Mm -hmm. So I was real active with the sports. Um, but I was also active. So I I was kind of one of those guys, and this has been a character defect, on my character defect list, the whole time every time i've been sober or clean okay. it's been on my character defects list which is people pleasing you know uh, um, uh, uh, right?
1: okay I got. so it. i want
0: to get along with everybody i wanted everybody to like me so i was hanging out with the stoners i'm hanging out with the, the jocks i'm hanging out with you know anybody who would pay me attention <clears throat> and so uh so i was playing sports but i'm also smoking weed mm-hmm. and then you know come um come uh Ninth, 10th grade, I start getting into speed, you know, uh, uh, veteran pills, effedorine pills. Okay. Yeah. And so we're, we're fueling our, our rugby team. I'm, I'm buying a bunch of them and I take them to my rugby players, my team. And we Ooh. all get jacked up on this speed, man. And we're just going <laughs> like maniacs down the field. And we ended up, we took state a couple of years. Okay. Uh, I'd say a lot of that attributes to our, our, uh, motivation for, uh, effort. Yeah, Yeah.
1: The yeah. Little boost you got. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We got a boost, man. And, uh, <clears throat> And it wasn't short. Shortly thereafter, you know, I started doing the, uh, doing the meth because we had access to that stuff too, uh, at Chatfield, okay. and uh, and that's really the the gist of my drug. Experience. I did I did a lot of acid, a lot of mushrooms too.
1: I suppose. that that was the day and age we yeah. No, we never acid never did anything for it. I tried acid four times. It never ever worked. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I, I I preferred shrooms. So yeah, we, I uh, let my sure. friends do acid. They buy me a 12 pack and I made sure they tripped. Well, that was the, <laughs> yeah. that was the deal.
0: That's a good deal. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, we did that stuff and uh, you know, eventually I ended up dropping out of high school um, and um, my parents okay. said, you know what? Actually
1: kind of surprising <laughs> for you.
0: Yeah. Um, right. Sports guy would not. Yeah. Uh, you seem out. like
1: you're, it seems like even though you're going through this stuff, experimenting, um, that you were still on the right track though. So I, I honestly was not expecting you to say that you dropped out of high school.
0: Yeah, so. wow. uh, it just Good. got to a point where it was more important for me. Uh, it w- well, what was happening was school was getting in the way of my using okay. and, and drinking. You know, So I couldn't drink and use the way I wanted to. So I had to drop out. And then my parents said, well, if you're going to drop out and this was junior year, uh, then you got to get a job. job. So I went and got a job a job at Albertsons <laughs> over there. And um and I started doing night crew and so I was on the night crew. So uh and of course I'm still doing the math. And so that's how I was staying up all night to work.
2: Oh yeah.
0: And it just continued to get worse and worse. So um you know, I ended up getting fired from that job because you know, I, I worked there for two years. Huh and uh yeah, so I worked there for two years and did pretty well. Um, but I was staying up all night, staying up all excuse me, staying up all day.
2: Mm-hmm. and we'd
0: get off at seven we'd go to 4g's restaurant and you know open them up yep drinking you know drinking beer and stuff and uh we'd stay up all day and i just burned the candle at both ends eventually they caught me stealing you know i'd fill up the little milk crates full of stuff you know i just yeah i'd stock it be stocking down the aisles and i'd just stock it with shit that i needed. you know i <laughs> I, had, I had money but i just i was tweaking so i was like no i'm gonna yeah. steal this yeah, you know yeah. why
1: yeah. wouldn't i could spend it on drugs man why? right exactly
0: Yep, my harder money on drugs, so I uh I did that, and uh, once I lost that job, things kind of started to go downhill pretty quick. Okay, uh, I, was, I was hanging out with some shady people, um, continuing the math, and then I started to get into heroin, <clears throat> oh. and uh, and so I was doing heroin, doing meth, drinking alcohol, and um, just doing whatever I could to stay well yeah. from heroin, you know, and um. So kind of fast forward to, uh, I don't know, a couple of years, I'm, I'm 20 years old and uh, um, I end up, so I'm, we're, I'm without a ride. And so me and my friend, we're okay. trying to figure out, all right, we need, we need a vehicle. So I'm looking for motorcycles for sale, <laughs> excuse me, on, uh, in the paper, they didn't have online back then. Yeah. So, this was 20 years ago. <laughs> so we're, I'm looking through the papers. I find a motorcycle I want to check out. And my idea was I was going to go test drive it and not come back. Yeah. and steal it. So I get over my, my mom gives me a ride over to this place in Bomar. And, uh, I, uh, I get to this dude's <laughs> house and I, uh, I get there and I had this fake license, a fake ID, a fake driver's license, uh, with some other dude on it named Matt. So I give this dude the, the ID. <laughs> uh, I'm going to test drive. He says, you need Jack. He gives me a jacket and a helmet. He says, all right, dude, if you get pulled over test driving this bike, there's no license plate on here. So if you get pulled over, just let them know the cop, the bike belongs to a cop. And then, you know, they'll let you go. You're just test driving it. I said, Oh, okay. So that's the, that's the time I find out this bike belongs to a cop. So I'm like, fuck, I can't steal this motorcycle. (laughs) So I fucking, I get on it and start to take off, you know, and once I'm going, dude, I couldn't stop. I take off, (laughs) take off on this motorcycle, man go on a go on a 3-day rampage with this motorcycle riding around well lo and behold this dude star 69's the phone from where i called from to yeah. test drive it finds me he's he i'm like he's like is matt there the dude is on the license i said yeah. no matt's not here and uh so i knew i was you know he was on to us cuz he's you know star six, nine. so we i proceeded to get out of the house that i was at yeah and, uh, he's right outside he's right out front in his car with the brick phone freaking he he sees me so he he gets out of his car chases me jumps on my back i throw him off jump over a couple of fences and then right there to the parking lot and there's the bike so i get on the bike start to take off from this parking lot and he's at the edge of the parking lot with his gun drawn i'll shoot your ass motherfucker and i continue to go past him he grabs the bike rips me down didn't shoot me rips me down and then jumps on me he uh he hit me, he, he hit me with his gun, uh, pistol whipped me on my eye okay. and then hog ties me and, yeah. and I'm, I'm on heroin. I'm on meth. I'm just, I'm all fucked up.
1: Yeah. You are probably hard uh, to hold, man.
0: Yeah. I was hard to hold. Then, so there's a helicopter flying above us. There's uh and he calls in all his buddies, Denver cops. <laughs> there's like 10, 15 guys there. They're all kicking me. Tell me I'm going to get butt fucked in, in prison. I'm going to prison, fucking all this stuff. And, uh, <clears throat> And that was the end of my escapade for that. So that got me yeah, into uh, was. <laughs> that got me to jail. And so by the time I went to jail, then I had a bunch of failure to appear[s] for drug possessions, okay. things like that that I had accrued through, through my teen sure, years. Sure, things
1: are stacking up on you. Yeah.
0: yep. So I get there. Uh, they say uh, they give me eight years community corrections through peer okay. one. So they oh, sentence me oh. to peer one, and then they Ouch. said, "If I fuck that up, yeah. fuck that up, I go to prison for eleven years."
1: So they wow. have three
0: years suspended. Okay. All right. So I get to peer one. Uh, I graduate peer one. Go through peer one. Graduate. So I'm. I get. This is when I get clean the first Can you time. You do me a favor
1: and describe yeah. peer one to to our listeners, yeah. please. Yeah. So
0: peer one. Peer one is a an inpatient uh, drug therapeutic program. It's it's uh, a TC uh, yeah. therapeutic community, and mm-hmm. and so they're longer term. Those programs are long term. They're typically they're people sentenced to that people mm-hmm. come on parole pr- from prison to this program or they get sentenced through uh community corrections which is kind of the halfway point between probation and prison okay and so i was direct sentenced to peer one so and uh and it's a long-term treatment program and the, and the program is uh i can't remember i think it's called the mendocino mendocino something uh, like that something like that where it's intensive uh behavior modification therapy mm-hmm. so they They utilize uh, monad, which is staring at a wall for over uh, extended periods of time.
1: Mm -hmm. You do that
0: standing and sitting. Uh, they, they use the uh, process of game. It's, it's peer on peer, uh, confrontation and, uh, peer, peer run government. So we had peer, peer commanders, peer captains, senior Mm -hmm. peer captains, things like that. And so we're all running and, uh, governing ourselves, holding each other accountable, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, so there's this big process where we, uh, Uh, help uh, help keep uh, each other accountable and things like that. Exactly. Yeah, so it's intensive. It is intensive,
1: yeah, that's what I was trying to get to is long-term intensive treatment.
0: And there's a couple other programs like that. Senecor, I don't think they're around. And then uh, Stout Street is similar to that.
1: Stout Street is, um, but they're not as intensive. Yeah. Um, And then there's the Phoenix Concept yeah. Um I was actually one of the first alumni through there when oh, Ray nice. Hay, when Ray Hayworth ran it when it when it was okay. first opened before Stout Street took it over. Um now it's just a halfway house. Yeah. So, and
0: you know, Pier One is was super uh uh intense back in the seventies mm-hmm. and then they kinda laxed up because you know they were getting sued and whatever. And then uh as the years gone by have gone by, they've become uh, less and less uh, intensive with regard to. Yeah, Bonad, they,
1: well, they used you know. to. If you acted like a baby, they would put you in diapers,
0: diapers, yeah, and
1: give you a bottle, and make you sit in the corner.
0: Yeah, so they do like shit like that. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I had you know buddies that were in the coffin uh, for a week. They had to make their uh, own coffin, yeah. and then they had paint themselves like they were dead. You know, so and the more you invested in your discipline, as they called them, yeah. uh, the better the, they didn't know, the better it was. So, All right. So um, you graduated yeah. from there. So I graduated that too. Uh, and, uh, and then I had post uh, post supervision with them as well for, okay. for a few years. So I got out of there and life started to get pretty good. I, I did, I did electrical work while I was in there. And then I ended up getting a job with my mom, who's an executive at the Colorado Medical Society. I ended up getting a job wow. over there okay i worked worked my way up over there and i became a lobbyist for them <clears throat> and uh so i was working wow. at the state capitol uh things got you know i cleaned up well you know i mm. um i was going through narcotics anonymous program i got introduced to that to that program through through uh through uh peer one they okay. in, in, inspired us to go to 12-step recovery and, and you know and it was just where i landed so that's where sure. i started to go um and uh so i had i was a lobbyist i was um I was doing service work uh, through NA. I was uh, chair of re- or secretary of region. I did a bunch of different service work through there. Chaired meetings, things like that. I was sponsoring guys. Uh, worked the steps a few times, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I, uh, in addition to that, outside of NA, I was doing uh, service work in, with the Lions Club. So, uh, you know, okay, eyeglasses, things like that. So, I was calling bingo yeah. for them. I was a secretary, I was president of, of a club for a while. Wow. So, I was active out there. And then I also got active in the recovery realm. I was president of Advocates for Recovery. I was okay. the first president they had. Uh, and uh, so, I worked with them. We, uh, we started the, the, the Capitol Walk. I think, or, you know, we'd go to the Capitol. And do that uh, uh, in September. Yeah, uh, you know with yeah, VA, do the recovery like walk.
1: That. I want to get back to those yeah. actually.
0: Yeah, so we started those twenty years ago, and I was part of that, and it was pretty cool. Uh, in addition to that, I was doing uh, work with the uh, Colorado Prescription Drug Abuse Task Force. I was the okay. president of that because I was a lobbyist, so I was working both with the medical community with doctors okay. directly and so I had some access to physicians and then I also was work had, you know, I was a recovery advocate. So I was working in the recovery community to advocate for, you know, reducing stigma and things like that around recovery. Yeah.
1: Harm reduction uh, that whole area. Yeah. Fantastic. And then I would,
0: you know, and I would work with, you know, uh, you know in in the state capital realm with with regard to getting laws passed for substitute abuse parity to mental health and things like that mental Mm -hmm. health parity you know getting more treatment improved for you know and you Mm -hmm. know medicaid more funding for treatment and stuff yeah that's actually something i'm working
1: on right now so but in the recovery but in the recovery coach field area we're trying to to get some things passed and I'm, i'm learning a lot man it's a different trip, man. It is. It's a different show and you got to act a different way. You got to, you got to be careful in that realm, man. Uh, you really yep. do because you don't want to go stepping on people's toes when you're not supposed to be. That's not my job. My job is to add more harmony, not confusion. So I step light. I'm stepping very lightly in that realm right now. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. Advocates for recovery. I think who got the first grant uh, along with some other folks. In Colorado, for uh, I can't remember what they called it, peer, uh, maybe it was peer, peer recovery coach, something like that. Uh, recovery peer or something, I can't remember. It was different verbiage than what, yeah, it was a different,
1: yeah, it was like a peer, uh, peer, peer peer counselor or something like that. Yeah, peer to peer, something like that. Yeah, I think is what it was. And there was
0: a little bit of funding for that, you know, uh, not, not much, not what it is now. Um, and I've been out of the game now for a while, but uh, you know, so it's, it's pretty neat with what's happened since then to now,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: so, yeah, I was involved. I was doing things. I was, I was really active. Um, and I'll get back to this story, uh, that part, as far as, you know, cause I, cause I did relapse. I, so I ended up getting, I had eight years clean, okay. uh, through NA. So I had spent most of my twenties clean. Uh, I was 29 when I relapsed and I got married, by the way, during this time I had, I had a couple of kids in recovery. Mm-hmm. So I was clean. Um, my wife at the time was clean. That's how I met her. Um, uh, and so, uh, so things got good and then, um, you know, things, things happened. you know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I was also doing so I also started acting, uh, around, uh, when I first got sober or clean okay. this time, you know? And so I, I was going through, uh, acting classes. I was, I was acting in commercials mm-hmm. and little small films, um, and then, uh, I was doing stunt work. So I was trained as a stunt man. And so wow. <laughs> doing the stunt work, I got injured. I injured my back and, um, and I injured it. Uh, so I, I ended up going to a physician. I had access to a doctor and I got pre- prescribed tramadol. Uh-huh. And so that, that was the start of kind of, uh, my relapse is when I started taking this pain medication. And, um, uh, I was managing it for a while, and then and I started to t- progressively take more and more because I liked okay. how it made me feel, things like that. So I started abusing it, and at that time I started uh, tapering off the program. I stopped. I stopped sponsoring mm-hmm. guys. I stopped going to as many meetings. Mm-hmm. You know, life got life got busy, um, and then uh, my my wife at the time decided she was going to stop going to NA and, and she was going to start drinking, uh, you know, wine with dinner and stuff like that and so she did. And I, and, uh, she seemed to be managing it well. And I said, well, maybe I can do that too. Mm -hmm. And so my defenses were down. Yeah. All right. So, um, so I ended up relapsing and, uh, we ended up getting a divorce for whatever reason. I won't go into that. Um, and then, uh, um, so we get a divorce, uh, and then I, I start, I find another girl right away just to, uh, uh, rebound, you know, and yeah. I ended up,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I ended up getting with this gal she had three kids, uh, and I had my two and, and we were, um, going to church, you know, I was seeking I oh, this whole time. Uh, I've been seeking, like seeking okay. God's trying to meditate a certain way, um, doing yoga, doing, doing whatever I could to seek. Right. Yeah. Uh, what was my truth? What was, you know, because they say, you know, conscious contact with the higher powers, you know, step 11, things like that, you know, and, and, uh, we give our will to God. So I've been seeking, and I thought, you know, of course, yeah, no, God's no problem. I got this thing covered, right? Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. I didn't really pay it much attention because I have always believed, um, throughout most of my life, that there was something greater than me working in my life. Sure. Obviously, I wasn't, I wasn't dead after all the shenanigans I've done. So anyway, um, so I end up relapsing because I have no mental defense against that first thing,
1: right? And it's been sitting there waiting, doing pushups in the parking lot
0: for eight years.
1: We got it on you.
0: Yeah. While I'm while I'm you know, I'm doing service, I think I've got it, right? Yeah. it's the fa- famous last words. I've got this. So so I end up relapsing and, and uh I get married pretty quick to this other gal. We uh so this is wife number two. Yep. We uh we stay I started drinking again. I was drinking pretty heavily. Um uh, we were going to church, uh so I was uh exploring Christianity at that time I was uh, in a in a play called Godspell and it's a Broadway okay. play that's been done well, yeah. I'm playing Jesus they cast me as Jesus <laughs> and uh I'm up there wasted and during rehearsals during the show I'm wasted playing Jesus right and uh, you know <laughs> I laugh because it's ironic kids, guys that's it's why we so laugh ironic. at this stuff yeah <laughs> absolutely ironic um and so it was a good experience, but yeah, I was hammering it. And, you know, I got talked to like, Hey man, you smell like alcohol. You know, yeah. you can't, you can't come in here trash playing yeah, Jesus. They knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So of course they do. And so I started to taper it back a little bit, but you know, I was still unmanageable, you know, my life was like unmanageable. And at this time, you know, I've got a head full of the program, head full of the 12 steps, Yeah. you know, and I'm trying to drown this stuff out.
1: That's the so, worst. It is. Oh,
0: it was terrible. Um, I had
1: uh, I I relapsed at twelve years myself. I, I've, our stories are a lot more similar than than you than you know, but uh, I kind of you know. But I stepped out of the sunlight of the spirit. You know, I, it's always the same thing. We walked away. We walked away. I walked away from God, man. That's what happened. I can't explain yeah. it any other way.
0: No, that's exactly what happened, man. Uh, uh, that's the only thing that keeps me sober today. Yeah. Um notice I use different terminology there. Um, <laughs> so, um, anyway, I, uh, so I get, I get, I get, I'm with my second wife, I'm drinking my brains out. And, uh, we, we had a fight about money or something. I end up throwing my phone towards her and it hit the wall.
2: Uh-huh. And, uh,
0: so I go, I go to jail. That's the end of our relationship. Yeah. And, uh, so she, we filed for an annulment, got any annulment and, uh, I was on my way. And so, uh, my uh, and then I was on paper for a little bit for that for it was a domestic violence it's a harassment charge yeah and so uh, I had to go through all the classes and all that stuff and I was able to get clean again for another year so I said you know I was in and out of the program for a while and then and then uh, they were going to revoke my probation so I so I buckled down and did it I mm-hmm. up a bit. so I stayed sober or clean for a year and uh ended up um getting a year and I'm Uh, the day I got off probation from this, I ended up, uh, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go see so-and-so because, you know, they'd be so proud of me. They, you know, they've always wanted me to do well, my old drug acquaintance. So I went and showed this person how well I was doing. And they were like, man, you look great. I was like, Hey man, yeah. And then, you know, one thing led to another and I'm I'm getting high that night Yeah, shooting shooting heroin. So, um, again, no mental defense. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have God. So, um, and that there's a thread to this. So I go through, uh, you know, a couple more relationships. I end up getting married. Uh, I get, I got clean again. Okay. I had some time, I had some time in, in NA again. And, uh, I don't know, six months, eight months.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh, I meet, I meet this other girl who becomes my third wife. And, uh, I end up, uh, <clears throat> we were together for a little bit before I relapsed and I relapsed on heroin. And, and then, you know, uh i just couldn't stop so we're mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm married for the third time i'm i continue to use uh and drink um trying to manage it trying to hide it trying to not let her see how jacked up i am yeah um uh, nodding out at movies you know falling asleep you know just the thing and it just continued to get worse and worse she said uh well and uh, you know so uh, I end up, you know, she says, you got, you got to get clean or I'm not marrying you. So I get clean for three months. I'm on Suboxone. Uh, we get married, go on our honeymoon. I come back three days later, I'm using again. And, uh, so it just went downhill from there. Um, Uh and then, then it just fast forwarded into chaos. I'm using heroin all all day, every day. I'm using meth. Um, you know, she's paying the bills. I'm, uh, out spending money on drugs all the money I had was spent on drugs mm-hmm. stealing from her stealing from her purse I'm I'm uh, out pawning ladders I'm stealing ladders so that was my hustle to stay well was all right I, I go out and hustle ladders so huh. I was a painter I had a painting yeah. business so it started with me selling my ladders that I certainly had. I got I got pretty good money for them so I ended up starting to say oh well these are worth some money and people leave them on the side of their houses all the time, or leave them on job sites. So I was running yeah. around stealing ladders and pawning them. Not uh, a bad a, gig, actually. Not a bad gig. Yeah.
1: They
0: stopped do not taking my go ladders do it, guys. Yeah, don't. Yeah, the, do that. The, the, the pawn shop stopped taking my ladders. Yeah, they so many over there. <laughs> um, so I. Uh, this
1: is our ladder section.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had them. Their whole warehouse was full of them. And then, so I ended up uh, finding other stuff. I was stealing Rolexes from guys uh, online, you know, I'd go and check them out and then I'd run off with them. Uh, I got away with that a couple of times. And then um, uh, I started doing the Home Depot gig where I'd go in there and Mm -hmm. return shit. And I'd return shit straight from the store. I wouldn't walk out with it, but I'd go to the, straight to the return desk with $1,000 worth of merchandise and they'd give me a gift card. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did that for about three months, every day for about three months. And I went around all the metro area, Fort Collins, Colorado Springs, everywhere in between to all these Home Depots. And uh, I'd get them for a thousand bucks each time. And then I'd go sell that gift card to the uh, gift card shop and get 70% of the value of that. So oh. I'd get 700 bucks uh-huh. every day. And so meanwhile, I'm not paying any of the bills... My, my wife at the time was paying the bills and I've mm. got 700 bucks a day a for day. my dope habit. Yeah. Man. All right. So just to, just to paint a picture of how big of a dirt bag it was. Um,
1: okay.
0: And uh, so anyway, I get busted doing this Home Depot stuff. They caught me cause I went back to the original store I was at and uh, they busted me. And so, all right. So I'm into this story a lot, but anyway, it took me 12 years to get back in. So I get okay. busted with the Home Depot stuff. I go to jail i'm on methadone at this time i'm coming off heroin methadone uh coming off meth coming off benzodiazepines and coming off alcohol
1: all okay. all, the,
0: all four of those
1: wow have,
0: you know pretty severe withdrawal symptoms
1: yes they do and i'm
0: sit sitting in arapahoe county in the in the uh, medical unit you know uh laying on the floor trying to sleep on the floor every time i'd wake up i'd i'd been i had soiled myself you know i'm mm-hmm. shitting myself coming off of this dope uh and uh i was just at a place where i was just and by this time i'm like i can't get this thing like because i've been in and out of the rooms in and out of the rooms in and out of the rooms yeah you know I'm one month you know three days 40 yeah. you know i can never get you're li-
1: right now you're living in hell
0: in literally hell, i know yeah there is a solution yeah but i um, can't get it again yeah and i've had it i'm like i'm the, hopeless like yeah, there's, I was
1: desperate. there's nothing worse man there really isn't you, you think so you, desperate. yeah, that's when we know what loneliness really is for, that's when it. I felt it.
0: Yep. And so I, that's the, that's the moment that I went from my head to my heart and I, and I just said, God, please help me. Simple words. Yeah. And, uh, and I didn't, and, and then, you know, I went, I went, went on my way and, you know, continued to withdraw process and, and got sober. And this was, uh, March 1st, 2018. That's when I got sober this time.
2: Woohoo! Um,
0: yeah and so uh so i'm coming up on three years but uh so so that began my process for being in the system again and uh so i'm doing dealing with this home depot stuff i was locked up for about a year but in the process of being in jail uh i was praying a lot i was i was reading the bible because it's really all we had i was reading other text but i picked up a big book all right and so i've read the basic text at na and 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 things like that and i've gone to AA meetings before okay uh, you know and so but in my past you know 20 years ago it was a different aa
1: sure when yeah
0: you know what i mean they yeah. said there's it's a place a for lot. you because i yeah. i introduced myself as an addict at that point i didn't know the traditions i, I didn't understand when i first started going to it's trying to find a program aa said there's a program for you called na so i went yeah. to na um and that's not a that's not a bash on either program um, no it's anyway, not I,
1: everybody has their the way traditions.
0: man everyone this a purpose yeah yeah um and so uh so i went to uh i I picked up this big book in jail and i started reading this thing and it started to speak to me like like i've never been spoken to in my life (laughs) for you know because first of all i opened the door i was in the most broken darkest place that i could possibly be in in my life Uh and at that point through the cracks of my brokenness and i prayed god please help me that light started to get in and i started to read this text this book this uh big book and I started to read it and I was and I was seeing things that I could relate with. They talked about spirit of the universe. They talked about uh, choosing my own conception of a higher power. And I stuck start, uh-huh. I started to see a different AA. I was like, oh, so AA is not all Christian religious stuff, which mm-hmm. is fine. But I was I was always like, if you're gonna tell me what I have to believe in, I'm not gonna subscribe to your belief yeah. and subscribe to your program. So I started to read the big book and it was nothing like that. It was exactly the opposite. Yep seek and you shall find kind of a deal. And so I started to, uh, to continue to read that and new words popped out at me. And Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if it was the old time language or what, but I grabbed onto that. And I really, (laughs) uh, I really, uh, it really, uh, resonated with me. So I continued to read it and I stayed engaged. So I started to go to AA, uh, meetings in jail and, uh, and I went to celebrate recovery just because I was trying yeah. to get all I could. Yeah. I wanted to be sober more than anything in the world. Great
1: group. Celebrate recovery is fun, man.
0: Yeah, it was cool. I got a lot out of it and I worked the steps through it. And so I was already getting, you getting at it. You know, I was diving head in all in, you know, I wasn't just putting my toe in the freaking water. Cause I knew yeah. where that had got me half measures, man. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So I went in all the way. And so I started to work the steps again and, uh, and I was, and this is where my surrender came in. I said, God, cause I was looking at a lot of time. Right. So I'm sure. like, God, if it's your will that I go to prison, I'm going to go, but I'm going to do it sober mm-hmm. and I'm going to, and I'm going to be of help to somebody in there. Yeah. And that was the intention. And I yeah. left it at that. If that's your will, God, so be it. I'll, I'm going to take it and be grateful that I'm alive. Yeah. And so with that, uh, you know, I, I continue to see, continue to pray. And, and here's the first time I was I've realized I was protected is drugs came into the jail where I was at in Jefferson yeah. County. And usually, boom, I'm done. I'm using. I mm-hmm. would give up my whole canteen for it. This time I was being being in prayer every day and things like that. I said, God, uh, or, uh, you know, some guys around me. Uh, I said, hey, man, just stick with me right here because there's some drugs here and I don't want to use them. And so I yeah. didn't have to use that day. And more stuff came through, and I was still protected. So God was protecting me. I had a defense. Yeah, Uh, God was protecting me, even though I hadn't fully worked the steps yet. I I, so that was my, uh, you know, another miracle in my life. So, and then uh, fast forward to sentencing, Dad. You know, been in jail for about a year now, and uh, I end up getting sentenced, and they sentenced me to uh, community corrections. And my mom's sick, by the way, during this whole time. The the reason I went to jail this time one of my charges was stealing uh it was a uh, theft from at risk adult which was okay. my mom i st- i stole her laptop uh, and pawned it okay all right and i was going to get it out the next week i just had to get high that one day so anyway she was uh, uh social services stepped in because she was you know in hospice yeah and yeah. Uh, they filed the charges on me which yeah. you know i'm grateful for now but yeah um, my wife's so a caretaker,
1: anyway, so I know exactly what you're saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it was out of her hands, but yeah. Uh, so I, so that was a humbling charge. But uh, so my mom's in hospice. I get out of jail. I go to the halfway house. They sentenced me to 18 months halfway house. Already got a year in. Um, when I'm wow. at the halfway house, I was able to use uh, spend some time in the halfway house. I I took that as an opportunity. I, and I go in ICC. It was ICCS. It's on Kendall and Colfax.
1: Yep, I and know. I go,
0: I, I go in there three times a week now uh, to bring AA meetings in there. Oh, uh, really? Right yeah, on. And, you know, but that was a, such a springboard for me in my recovery. I got to meet my buddy Nathan, mm-hmm. who uh, he was bringing AA meetings in there along with a couple other people. My One of my sponsors, Steve. Um, and I started working the steps and I, and I was working, but I would never, we don't, there was only one meeting in there when I was going in house. Okay. So I went to that meeting every Wednesday night. I was always sure that I was there, even though I was out working. Um, but it was an opportunity for me to slow the hell down. Uh, I took a lot of naps. I worked a lot yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and I did my thing, man. And I, and I, and I started working the steps again. And, uh, so I got through the steps and, uh, I, I was in ICCS for eight months at, at about my fourth month there, uh, which was my eighth month sober. I, uh, I, uh, my mom passed away. So, but I got, um, they gave me passes every day to go and see her, which was right up the street, her hospice. Place. Oh, man, right up the street cool. me. I got to spend almost every day holding her hand. What, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> watching rodeo, yeah, uh, spending time with making those living amends that I needed to make, just yep. being present with her. You know, she was like hanging on to see if I'd make it, you know, she didn't want to die before I got out of jail or whatever the case was. Cause she was suffering. Yeah. Uh, she couldn't even, she couldn't even get out of bed. And uh, so, um, but I got to spend so much time with her. And I ended up, you know, my brother and I held her hand as she passed. I had one hand, she had, he had another hand and she passed took her last breath and I saw her take her last breath. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, I was, I was singing to her. I was uh, it was just amazing, man, to be able to be there for that. Good and that's all, all the miracle of God working in my life, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean? yeah, man. What grace and uh, you know, that God gave me with that, you know, to be able to spend those last moments with her. Um, and it was huge for me. And, and so I continue to work this program like my life depends on it. Yeah. So uh, for her, you know, one, one of my reasons is for her to pay my, to pay my amends because pay, pay respect a, respect and honor her. And then yes. pay those living amends because for my whole life, I've been taking, 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 I've been a liability today. I get to be an asset. I get to, give right. back to people. So, um, and then, uh, so I get out of the program. Um, and you know, I had a pretty solid program and I went out of location all the time when I was over there. I broke the rules. I had a cell phone. Uh, (laughs) You know, I had to be a rebelist somewhat, but I, I I was doing the long game though, Dion, like this was the rest of my life kind of deal. I didn't care if I got in trouble at the halfway house, but I'd go out of location. I would go to Arid. Uh, you know, I had it set up to where, uh, they thought I was working all day, but I'd be out at meetings. I'd be doing, I'd be doing, I'd work out too. I'd go to the gym, but, um,
1: so I ain't gonna I was, give, it'd be kind of hard for me to give you a crap about most people try and avoid the system so they can go do bad things. You're like, right. <laughs> and you're going to meetings. Yeah. Hey yeah. man, if it, if it works, it works, you know, and it set me up for the
0: long game, you know, so yeah. I get out of the pro I get, I, I terminate that program on February 12th, February 11th or something like that. February 12th, uh two thousand. 19. So okay. I'm coming up on, t- on two years of being out of there since I killed my sentence. The first thing I did when I got out of that program is went to a meeting and my yeah. buddy, Nathan, my buddy, Nate's like, Hey, you want to go to a meeting? I'll come pick you up. Cause I wasn't yep. driving at the time. And, uh, ever since then, I haven't missed a meeting since if, uh, during, uh, for one day, you know, I'd hit a meeting every day since then, yep. uh, with Nate, with Nate's help. So, uh, you know, and then, uh, and then, you know, my girlfriend, I've got a girlfriend, uh, I was 11 months sober, Um, and, uh, you know, candle and, and she, uh, she helped me get out of the program, uh, you know, move my stuff. She'd Mm -hmm. give me rides and things like that. So I had a, I had a couple people helping me out and, and I'd be lost without them. You know, they really did. Uh, they were there when I, when I didn't have anybody else at the time. And so, so, but I was able to get to meetings every day and, uh, it set me up. And so, um, I finished working the steps. I started working with other guys. I started, you know, right. And then, you know, the next day I went back to ICCS to bring the meeting in. And mm-hmm. they're like, "What happened? Did you get did you get, you know, sent back or whatever? fucked up." <laughs> and I was like, "No, man. I'm, a, you know, I had a visitor badge on. You know, so like, I'm, I'm a, a free man. I'm a free man. I got a visitor badge." <laughs> but I did fuck with them. I was like, "Yeah, man. I got sucked yeah. up. fucked up, man." And they're like, "Oh, you dumb motherfuckers! I like, I got, yeah. a I got a you got to mess with yeah. them." Yeah yeah so uh but i continue to go in there i haven't missed one of those either uh i went out of town about a a year ago and went to puerto rico so i got some meetings in there but you know that's the only time i missed any meetings uh is is because i went out of town but um but look you know today my life is set up to where all my needs are met through service to others i incorporate Mm -hmm. all these principles of the program into all my daily affairs it says in the big book you know uh, every day is a day where we must, uh, carry a vision of God's will for us in all of our activities. And so I get to use these principles in my business, mm-hmm. which is fairly new. It's a year old and I uh, continue to get new clients. The, the The biggest thing that's different today, Dion, uh, and this, this, this recovery is the absolute, this is on page 25 of the big book. Mm-hmm. It says, yeah, the we have the absolute certainty that God is working in our heart, lives in our heart, mm-hmm. is in our hearts, and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. Yep. And so the those those two words, the absolute certainty that God works in my life, but I never had that before. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so today I have the uh, evidence of experience in my life. I have God's fingerprints all, all over all over yeah. my life. You know, <laughs> everything that happens to me today is like. Thanks,
1: God, you know. Well, heck, but even um, before we came on here, we discussed that. We're like, okay, it's going to go this. And we are like, God's going to take care of it. So what does it matter? And we just went for it. You yeah, know? you
0: just opened my mouth. And like we God get to, speaks.
1: that's freedom for me. Yeah. Before I would have to be meticulous and, right. and have notes and make sure I knew everything <laughs> about you. little PowerPoint. And, uh, yeah, you know, and everything would have to be perfect. I just love the fact that my
0: show is, far
1: from perfect
0: yeah and that's that's you know hell yeah yeah man and uh, but in that in its imperfectness it's perfect imperfectly perfect right because it's god's stuff it's god's will man god's in the deal and uh i just love that you know and uh so uh you know god has been so cool in my life he uh you know i i could go into so many examples of how uh i i had no other option that Mm -hmm. like with um, with rent or with, uh, getting a new place. Um, there's been no other option. Like there, I have no money, no money for a deposit, nothing. All I had was, all right, God, you're going to work this out. Please mm-hmm. help me. And so I asked, Hey God, please help me with this. Please help me out with rent. So I can be, you know, have a place to live so I can help be of service to other people.
1: Uh, uh-huh.
0: and, uh, if this is your will, please, please make it happen, you know, and, uh, and, and invariably, things work out. Uh, same with my business. I, I quit, I hated painting houses. So I stopped okay. painting houses and I took on this new adventure uh, in personal training and, uh, I didn't have any savings. And this is about the time that I was getting this new place too. Cause my previous mm-hmm. roommate had relapsed. Okay. I had to get out of there. So, okay. So I have no money I'm going into a new adventure with, with, uh, with work. I said, God, if, if it's your will, let it happen. Cause this is my passion. I love yeah. working out. I love helping people. I want to help people in recovery, whatever. And that was my prayer. And, uh, and then I took the step out into the darkness. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 couldn't see where I was going. I didn't see any, uh, 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 any certainty that this was going to work out, but I had faith that God would, God would work it out. If it's his passion, if it's my passion, then it's his purpose. And, yeah. uh, and that's my purpose. And so, and my purpose I feel is to help others. So, uh, and I really get, I, I really get a lot out of that. And I was, and I, again, like the prison thing, like, all right, it's, I've surrendered. If it's your will for me to go to prison, so be it. God, mm-hmm. if it's your will, if it's your will, that I not be a personal trainer and I end up homeless. So be it. I'll help yeah. somebody push stick. I'll help somebody push their then car. Then I will find you know? somebody
1: else to help. Exactly. I'll that's help somebody it. out. Yeah. It's, hey man, yeah. you need
0: help pushing that card across the street Yeah. or whatever, you know, <laughs> Uh, I would yeah. be helpful some way, somehow. For and for us, it's about being...
1: having a servant's heart. We, you know, we spent so much time causing confusion that we just we we aren't. I'm not allowed to anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the way that I'm I exhausted put it. By confusion. Yeah, yeah. I like that. yeah I've that's used up true. my drink card, and I'm also not allowed to abuse God's children. He does right. not appreciate it when I do that. Nope. Yep. Yep. No matter so how that's... they're active
0: that's the thing. You're right. That's right. They're God's kids. And you know that I, I liked uh, Chuck C's new pair of glasses. He talks about
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, service to others. And uh, it's, it's my job to give God's children what they want. Mm-hmm. It's God's job to take care of me and uh, give me what I need. And so in that vein, you know, all my needs are met through service to others. If I'm helping people out, I'm spot and I sponsor a lot of guys. I'm not going to say how many, because people will, you know get their pitchforks but i help a lot of guys <laughs> um i help a lot. well of guys you have the time ICCS. to do that that's okay and that's it god and there's a section in the big book that talks about some of us are so fortunate to have lives to where we can do this you know and i don't, that I don't, we don't get make to do this time. all the time yeah yeah and it's you know this is my priority this is the most important thing i can do yeah. in my life and, and everything else is a byproduct. So I can't, AKA and this process cannot be something that I just screw onto the top to the side of my life. This is, mm-hmm. this is my lifestyle. This is who yeah. I am. And, and in doing this, God has handled all the financial stuff. You know, yeah. and I continue to, I, t, I, even with COVID, you think, okay, you know, and this is right when I started out my business, like COVID hit. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, fucking COVID, like the gyms are closed. Like how many yeah. train people? And boom, uh-huh. I get. I continue to get clients. I'm like, uh-huh. God, God's going to, I just said, God's going to work this out. So, um yeah. And that's, that's just perfect. been the, that's been the MO of my life these past three years is like, God's got this, man. And, um, you know, as long as I continue to do these simple things, you know, I continue to do the work in AA, I get up, I pray, I rely on God throughout the day. I say thanks at night. Um, I say, wow, a lot. That's a prayer. Yeah. That I, wow is a good prayer. Yeah. Uh, and I get that one a lot so
1: i'm, I'm constantly walk around thank you god thank you god yes. is that a green light thank you god right on say, yeah, yeah that's a miracle <laughs> for, for me that's lights, that's fantastic well yeah. greg thank you so much for coming on today and, did we just and, take on a, up a whole hour um no we're uh, we're about we're, um, 50 minutes yeah that's pretty minutes. good yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it goes it goes by quick especially yeah, when it's a conversation like this. So yeah, um, good stuff. You know, um, but I, I appreciate you coming up. I want to do another thing first before we wrap up here and that's hand out your phone number. Cause you're also a personal yeah. trainer um, yeah. and you're in recovery. So let's hand out your phone number. Um,
0: yep. So 95% of the people I train are, uh, ironically in recovery. They just yeah. like what I have. So my number is I'm on Instagram. It's at American gains. And then, uh, my, my Facebook's Greg Maloney, M A L O N E Y. And then I've got a phone number. It's 893 seven, two, zero, eight, nine, three, zero, one, zero, three. There you go. And I will uh, post that on Facebook, also.
1: Awesome, brother. So that people will know that. Greg, thanks for spending your time with me today, man. It was well, a lot of fun you, getting man. to know you. Um, I look forward to uh, I look forward to you and I building a, a friendship after this. Usually, what happens? is how I meet people. Um, I like I it. Interview them. <laughs> it's yes, very personal, it. though. Um, it is um, wonderful. Thank you for sharing. You know, it, it's funny because even though. Even though uh, you know you would have been considered a, a jock, and I would have been considered a stoner, we both grew up in the same area, dropped out at the same time, did all the same things, almost all the same things. Um, you'd like jail a little bit more than me, but uh, <laughs> I was at Jefferson County Work Release too with the eyeball scans and all that. Uh, God, I hated that. Uh, yeah, I yeah. hated that machine. So there's this machine, guys. So when you go in, you. Yeah, I have a joke about this and it's jail. So you walk up and it scans your eyeball. And if you're if you're not there, then it, it says, please move back a little. Right. And it's all nice. I'm like, you're in jail. Why didn't it say yo, motherfucker, back up. <laughs> that makes so, more sense to me. Yeah. Anyway, that's my that's my bad joke for the day. That's funny. <laughs> Thank you, everybody for uh, uh, listening today. Um uh, there's all, we have a lot more podcasts coming out. It's going to be a big year for us. Um, thank you everybody for being a part of, and, um, I love you all, man. Thanks for being here and, uh, have a day. Bye. Thank you guys. Peace.